guys, we're back for another exciting episode of Hashtag Wednesday Match Play, and I am pumped for today's guest because we're talking footwear, and I am a shoe snob. If you can see the floor behind me, there's about 20 pairs of shoes here, and it depends on what I'm doing, where I'm going, what color of the belt that I'm wearing. Like, I'm kind of a little, it's, I'm picky when it comes to shoes, right? I've got tennis shoes, I've got dress shoes, I've got golf shoes, but we're talking, I think we're talking dress shoes or golf shoes or dress shoes that are golf shoes. We got a really cool brand with us on today's episode. This episode of the Hashtag Wednesday Match Play is presented by Eat Sleep Golf, and it's a part of the Golf Radio Network. If you are interested in learning more about that, head over to WednesdayMatchPlay.com. Check us out. We are on episode 115 of the Hashtag Wednesday Match Play. We've had an awesome season so far. we got a long, strong finish coming up here at the end of the season. But on today's episode, we're going to talk about footwear, and it's kind of fun. We've had a couple of brands on, on this show before talking about golf shoes, but this is a little bit different. And... The brand is so polished, it's so clean, it's so crisp, and i got to give a tip of the cap to Peter Flanagan, who's been on this show. I don't know what episode he was, but that was a while back. But he was the one that first introduced me to this brand, and we've been talking back and forth. We've been talking on Twitter, talking via email, and very excited to have him on the show. So today we have Will Backus with us from Canoes Golf, and it, I'm just going to not even try to explain what they do and what they have and what they offer. So, Will, welcome to the show, and let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about what you do with Canoes. Hey, Ricky, thanks very much, and thanks for having me on the show. Canoes is uh, it's just a golf footwear company, as you mentioned, and all we're trying to do is do things a little bit different. It's all footwear. We have some accessories available on the website as well, but they're more really along the lines of like if you are shopping at Amazon and you buy something, and then scroll down to the bottom, you see, well, customers also bought this. That's some of the accessories and the other things, but we are by all means a casual golf shoe brand. Um, so I can give you your, your – you know, sort of viewers and listeners idea of what they are. This is an example of, of one of the shoes. This is one of our canvas shoes. Uh, I think, yeah, this is the one we, we actually did for the USA Walker Cup team. So we did this for, for Team USA at the 2017 Walker Cup, which was a, a really a thrill for us to be a part of. But again, we kind of think of it as, you know, not your father's foot joys. Uh, we designed shoes that can be worn on and off the course, the composite on the bottom, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, but you know, there's no clickety-clack as you're walking from, you know, green to cart to 19th pole, and really sometimes to the, you know, the grocery store and the bar on your way home to see your family. No one's going to know you have golf shoes on except when you're sitting down, you cross your legs, and someone sees the golf spike outsole. But they're the most comfortable things, I think, that, uh, that are available on the market. And we try to be uh, just a little bit different, and, you know, the motto of the company is, you know, relax, it's golf. And trying to be out there for people who both take themselves very seriously because they, they do have performance uh, attributes to them, like the Walker Cup shoe, and uh, people who you know just kind of play a lot of hit and giggle rounds as well. Well, we're going to talk about a couple of those things that you talked about. Will it be the composite? We're also going to talk about the spikes because I'm curious. I'm a spikeless guy. I left spikes when I moved to Scottsdale. Now that I live in Florida where it's muddy and wet all the time, I'm still spikeless, but for different reasons. But before we jump into that, if you are sitting at home watching or listening, make sure you click on the subscribe button down below, whether it's on YouTube or iTunes, Google Play. And the easiest way to make sure that you get this episode delivered to you, and I was actually listening to Dave Ramsey earlier today, and he he mentions that you automatically get an email when a new video is posted. That's not true. You have to click on the notifications to make sure that you uh, make sure that you are receiving the notifications because if you don't, you're not going to know that these episodes are live. So subscribe to us here on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, wherever, and make sure you turn on the notifications so you get input right away as soon as one of these episodes is launched and it comes out every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. on YouTube. 
So I'm spikeless. These shoes have spikes. Do all of them have spikes? Just some of them? Do I have the option to easily take them out? Kind of what's what's the process there? Everything is a molded spike outsole. So as I saw, and I'll I'll show you uh, maybe in uh, one of the other one of the other ones we have here. So and again, hopefully the camera can pick it up. If you can see the profile of the shoe, it's very very low. So you you get a a, a good benefit of the seven golf out spikes uh, seven spikes there. But there's also nubs throughout the bottom of the outsole. They're really going to be as stable on the interior of the shoe, the shoe as they are on the exterior of the shoe. They're not removable. They're, it's a molded spike outsole. It's patented. We got a no look. kidding. That's cool. Yeah, we awarded a patent about uh, I think it was about nine or ten months ago now, and so. It, that, that's kind of an exciting thing for us, but both the boat shoes and the canvas shoes that we sell, those are our two principal styles. They're, they're going to be the same outsole either way, and we think they provide as much stability uh, as anybody is going to want. We have yet to have, and we're, we're many ten thousands into sales, we have yet to have any of our customers come back and say, this isn't working. I took a, I took a swing, and as I got to the apex of the swing, you know, my left heel came out. I need to send them back. I need something with more stability. And uh, uh, knocking on wood over here, we get to have a, a, a customer comment like that. Well, that's really cool. And one of the cool things about the company is the brand itself. The website looks awesome. The shoes from every single one of the models of the shoes fits and looks and feels a part of the same brand. So let's go to the logo. The logo is a signature. Is that someone's actual signature? Is it a font? Kind of where'd that logo come from? And I love it, by the way. Yeah, well, thank you. There's two things that, that we have as a signature. One is the that script logo that's canoes across, and and you know, quite frankly, it's it's not the easiest thing to read. And what we've tried to gravitate a little bit more to is this boat logo, which is on, on the hat here. I'm not sure mm -hmm. if, you, if you can see it, but yep. that's actually gotten a, quite a bit of traction, and we find that a lot of our sales from uh, you know, whether it's the apparel side, uh, you know, some of the accessories, head covers, koozies, really are, are driven, believe it or not, a lot by the logo and not by the actual product we're selling. That's kind of cool, though, the fact that you're able to create a brand that, I mean, deviates from what the actual product is. I mean, that says a lot about the, the consistency of the brand that to be able to, I mean, you look at Apple, right? Like Apple, you think Apple computers. I'm on an Apple computer. I got an Apple iPhone. I've got Apple I mean, earbuds, I've got an Apple router, I've got Apple TV out there. Like they do more than just computers, right? But they were started as a computer company. So, you know, you do have other products which we'll talk about here in a little bit, but the idea is that you're able to take that logo and that the name and the brand outside of that and koozies. I mean, I'm a beer guy, right? So I can appreciate that a little bit. Now, where did the company get started? Like, how do you start and say, okay, I'm going to go compete with Footjoys and Callaways and these big brands that make shoes. Like, where did that get started? You know, it's a great question, and and I, I guess I got to preface it by saying the intent is never to compete with someone like Footjoy or someone like Adidas. I mean, look, what, last year in the Masters, not not four months ago, but last year, you've got Justin Rose and Sergio Garcia coming down the last several holes, probably the, about the last what ninety minutes of competition, and it's a it's a two horse race. None, of, neither of them are wearing spikes. They're both wearing Adidas. We can't compete with that, and quite frankly, nor do we intend to. I told the guys when I came on board to, to champion things a couple years ago that we're not trying to be on the CBS Sunday afternoon telecast. We don't want to replace FootJoy or Adidas in the guy's locker. We just want to sit next to them because this is a company and a, really a, 
we think a lifestyle or brand that is really operates different from there. That said, I've got a couple buddies who have 64s in their bag from you know, shooting 64 wearing canoes. Uh, we were on the shoes of the team of the US Walker, uh, Team USA for the Walker Cup. Last, uh, let's see, three weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago now, we had two guys at the US Amateur at Pebble Beach who have canoes. Those are things that are exciting to see. So that's not been the intent, but it really started about five years ago. And as I've joked before, like a lot of successful companies, I started with two guys playing hooky. So, you know, not everybody is as smart as you and lives down in Florida. Some people are you know, still trying to figure their way and uh, live up in the Northeast like me. And it was an unseasonably warm day in the spring one time. And a couple of guys said, you know, screw it. It's 65 degrees in the middle of March. We're going to go play golf. They didn't want to go home and change. They played golf in the boat shoes they were wearing to work. Afterward, as they're on the 19th and, and 20th hole, they kind of had a conversation and said, you know, I've never been more comfortable on the golf course, but I didn't like slip sliding around as much as I was. So literally that night, they took a drill bit to the bottom of their boat shoes and started sticking some Black Widow spikes in there, if you remember those. Oh, yeah. And so that led to probably two dozen different iterations of what the shoe was. And it led to this. And again, it's patented now, the, the whole you know, concept of the shoe, the outsole, the boat shoe. All of it is is there, but again, it came down with a couple guys saying, "You know what? Let's punch out and go play golf." That's cool, and that's cool that the the, the brand, as big as it is to today, started like that, right? And so uh, I mentioned before we went live, I was uh, in Northern Ireland a couple of weeks ago and had the opportunity with my good friend Michael Altoff, who was episode one hundred of the hashtag Wednesday Match Play. We played Royal Portrush, which is home to the Open Championship next year. By the way, it's hands down the hardest golf course I've ever played by 10 strokes. Like wow. if, if Tiger plays in that and hits driver, he doesn't make the cut because it's that tight. And if you were off the fairway and I'm not talking by 20 yards, I'm talking by four feet, you're making double bogey. Like it is that hard of a golf course. Absurd how hard that golf course is. But I played in Chuck Taylor's because I don't take my golf shoes. I'm going to Europe for two weeks. I'm not going to take golf shoes. Right. And I, I slipped two, three, five, 12 times. And, to that very point, I can see if Chuck Taylor would, I mean, it's your your thing now. So, I mean, I'm going to have to get a pair of canoes because, my goodness, it seems to be right up uh, right up that alley. But I played in tennis shoes, and I was so comfortable. Like, I'm literally walking the golf course. I'm like, this. I like to walk when I play golf, right? And that just, it made perfect sense to play in tennis shoes, but I'm sliding all over the place. So, looks like canoes has has fixed that dilemma. Now, where do people buy these? Can they, can they go to a PGA Superstore, a Golf Galaxy, and and buy them, or do they have to get them online, or what's that What's that process like? Well, there's a couple different ways to do it. There's three really uh, principal sales channels we have. Number one is online. Number two is our all of our pro shop partners across the country. And number three is really our event business, which is a little bit of a different kind of channel. Online, we're available at canoes.com, which is C-A-N-O-O-S. And that, that's we're going to talk about that too, by the way, because that's not how you spell canoes, but we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> it's, how, it's how I spell it. So I, <laughs> my autocorrect is uh, all screwed up because of it. But we're also in, I, I, we're just under 200 pro shops across the country, and right now, 33 states, Mexico, and Canada. So, you know, there, as you can imagine, given the style of the shoe, and this is, um, you know, this is one, of the, one of the boat shoes. So, given this style, and I showed you the canvas shoes a minute ago. You can imagine that if you're in your mind's eye looking at uh, 
you know, a map of the U.S., the coastal states are where our bread and butter is. We, we have a very fertile opportunity for, you know, brand capture in the middle of the U.S., but you can go to a lot of pro shops around. We have a list of pro shop partners on the website where people can go to try on the shoes. They can look. They can certainly buy from, from those pro shops, but principally the business for people who aren't members of those clubs is online. Now, let's say somebody buys a pair online and it doesn't fit or they don't like the look of it or it, it, they do slip and that doesn't sound like that's the case, but what's the return policy like? Can they, can they send them back and get, get a, the correct product or what's it look like for you? Well, we, we have kind of a policy. I, I make sure everybody understands very well. Our answer is going to be yes. We're just waiting for the question. So we want to make sure that people know that if they buy the shoes, you know, the number one question we get is, can you really play golf in those? And that's answered very, very quickly after they take two or three swings with the shoes. But if something doesn't fit right, if something doesn't feel right, if they say, well, I'm an eight and a half or no, I, I guess I needed a nine. It's, it, it's not quite the no questions asked policy from L.L. Bean in the 70s, but we try to be as close to that as possible. So we want to make sure that we get these shoes on as many feet as possible and be as amenable to our customers as possible. That's so cool. I mean, that's just like that doesn't exist in 2018, right? Like even Walmart, my goodness, you buy something and you take the receipt back and they give you the runaround and they want to put it on a, on a gift card. And like, just, it, it, it seems like to that point, the no questions asked mentality. And, you know, I'm glad that you're, you're doing that. And that's the way that it should be because the customer is always right, regardless of the situation, even more so today, especially with the social media world and the ability to immediately go and complain whether you have five followers or five million followers. And that's cool that you're able to take care of your customers that way. Now you talk about the Walker Cup. Any PGA or LPGA tour players wearing these? For better or worse, no. I mean, certainly that'd be that'd be great exposure to have. But you know, like like I think you, I'm a bit of a golf geek, and I know you know who the you know 20 to 25th ranked LPGA players are. I also know by and large, what their contracts are for their shoe deals. And, and you know, the reality is we just can't traffic in that space. We have a couple people who have sort of been on the Symmetra Tour, uh, made cuts on the LPGA. They wear our shoes. One of our, one of our uh, great brand ambassadors, a, a woman named Kaylin Yost, we actually have a shoe named after her, the Kaylin, for a women's boat shoe. Uh, she actually won the gold medal at the Deaf Olympics in Samsung, Turkey, about a year ago wearing the canoes. So we're, we're trying to, you know, get it by more word of mouth out there and people liking it. But, you know, unfortunately, we just can't compete with, uh, you know, all the people who get paid a well into six figures who, whose names most of us don't know for wearing the shoes. Well, I don't know what I can do to help, but hopefully this show can help. Hopefully getting this into the Google Plus Golf community. We've got just shy of 27,000 members there. I'm going to be screaming from the rooftops and I'm going to do whatever I can to get my hands on a pair of these. So I, I think new fan right here so the tagline relax it's golf where'd that come from it's so simple it's so clean and it i mean i'm surprised nobody else used it to be completely honest it's so obvious but i i get it right like it's boat shoes just chill out go play golf like i love it where'd it come from uh it was the the brainchild of you know one of our one of the guys in the marketing team and it just when when they said it, it was like well like you said kind of a light bulb went off and we we did a bunch of searches all around we said how has no one used this before and we think it really captures the kind of the laid back nature of the brand, but also, you know, it's golf. And a lot of people take it somewhat seriously. I know I do, whether I'm playing in a, you know, as I mentioned, like kind of a hit and giggle round with my wife and just a couple of buddies, or whether it's one of the, you know, more serious tournaments in New England and the Mid Atlantic. 
it, it's we think we think it captures the brain very very well we've yet to find something that would do it better and we like people to just be reminded that you know it's almost like the pga you know push now hey if you have a couple minutes go play nine don't worry about 18 holes don't worry about necessarily you know putting out on every particular hole just go out and get out and play and what the canoe shoes do is they allow you to wear the shoes on and off the course you can wear them to work you can wear them you know to not not quite to work out but something close to that and just go play golf in them go have a beer afterward and you never have to worry about going to the locker room and change your shoes to you know any sort of specific golf shoes i love it where are they made we had a manufacturing facility in littleton maine for a number of years that unfortunately shut down about a year ago we haven't made in China right now, and it takes us about seven weeks all in from if you were to place a you know big order for for Troon, for example, and they said, well, we need X number of shoes. I can get them here in the States, landed and delivered in about six, seven weeks. Now, let's say somebody orders a pair online. Same thing. They order one pair that just comes, not a big order. They order one pair, or do you have a one stockpile pair. of these and sizes where you're based? Oh, yeah. We, we got plenty of inventory. The fulfillment's out of just north of Boston. So we do, you know, all the all the shipping is taken care of very easily. So if, if you were to order them uh, down in Naples, uh, gosh, from Boston to be what two days, two three days. That's awesome. Very cool. I need to go see what shoe size I have because I need to get a pair of these. These are cool. You might, you might know a guy now. <laughs> I know a guy. I like. I say that all the time. Somebody be like, "Hey, I really want to play Tiburon. How do I? How do I get a tee time?" And I'm like, "I know a guy." Yeah. Now, what role does social media play in your marketing of the brand? I know you guys are on a lot of different networks. You're not quite active in the Google Plus golf community, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But what's kind of your current pro process with social media? Who manages those platforms? And what's your favorite network? I think over the last few months, and I, you know, summer right here has been you know big for us. Again, we're in New England. So this has been, even though it's been a late start this particular year, it's been, I think we've, we've seen the most success on Instagram. Very, cool. quick, very quick hits, you know, a lot of uh, sort of organic user generated content. A lot of it comes to, to me and our digital marketing group, a lot of which, you know, we can sort of filter out and then repost. Twitter we've found to be a, not, not quite as robust. Facebook is fine. Um, and I think I'd, I'd limit it to fine. Instagram seems to be a little bit more there's more of a uh, churning is maybe the wrong word, but there's a little more turnover in the mentality and user thing, and people can see it. It's a visual thing. They look at it and say, wow, that's that's really cool. But you're right. Google Plus so far for us has been a, a vacant space and a miss, and it's something we definitely have to examine. Yes, please jump into the golf community. I'm not trying to say that just because I'm a part of that and created that many years ago, but I am obsessed with the content that's shared there. I just love the engagement. I mean, at one point I was trying to post two, three times a day, and now I just sift through the content. We've got two or three people that moderate it with me to help control the spam and the content there from top to bottom all the way through. And I'm guessing 20 to 35 plus posts per day about whether it's golf tours or golf equipment or golf equipment reviews, which is something that we've seen a lot of recently, or golf course reviews or just people talking about professional golf. It's it's a very active place, and, and it's it's golf. And when I say it's 26,000 members, it's 26,000 engaged members. So please jump in and start posting and engaging with those folks. And I, I like Google Plus for a couple of reasons. One, the engagement that's created there in those communities, kind of like groups on Facebook, but it's the content itself is indexed by search engines. 
So if you go to Google and you search for something and someone's posted a status update on Google Plus about that something, you find it. And Facebook's starting to dip their toe into that. Twitter as well, not all accounts yet, but I'm, I'm just, again, a little, and Twitter's my favorite by far, but I'm just a little, a little torn towards Google Plus just because, because of my, my uh, golf community. Now, before we jump into the back nine, I, I've got to know, you've got to have a lot of, of these sitting at home. You've already pulled out a couple there to show. The Walker Cup one is pretty cool that you've had that. Do you have any more big connections coming up? Like, I mean, like a Ryder Cup would be a cool thing. You don't have any tour players necessarily, and they've got their own contracts. But any other, you know, events or, or big connections coming up that you're working with? Well, we're, we're trying to, to do a lot of different things. As I mentioned earlier, the event business channel for us has been very, very big. One of the things that was very positive for us was complete luck. The U.S. Senior Open was at Salem Golf Club in 2017, Kenny Perry won, and uh, that's about 12 miles from our office. And that's played the last weekend, so it's two weeks after the, the big U.S. Open. And probably back in October, about eight, nine months before, I saw a flyer for it that was going to be nearby. I picked up the phone, and I literally just called the USGA. So we have a golf shoe company. We're, we're a local place. We should do something together. That led to a lot of hang-ups, a lot of no's, and I finally got a yes. And that led to us developing one of our boat shoes where the marshals and the volunteers at the Senior Open wore that shoe that we designed custom in a red, white, and blue fashion. And I, I actually don't think I have that one particularly right here, but when we were there, so the, the way that you, the USGA works is probably not surprising is they subcontract out a lot of the, the initial work to a third-party event management company. They do all the yeoman's work. They make sure the sight lines are right. They make sure the stands are up. All the galleries are going to be taken care of. And then the USGA comes in about 20 days before the event and says, you know, we'll take it from here. Well, that happened. And I met a lot of the guys along the way. And one guy named Robbie Zalznek, who is a great guy, and he actually runs the U.S. Amateur and Team USA for the Walker Cup. He saw the shoes that we did on the boat shoe side, also saw the canvas shoes that we have, and says, I'd love to take this and make it this. Can you do that? And so, of course, I said yes. And then I figured out how to go do it. And that led to a, a pretty cool thing. We don't have anything that quite that ambitious on the horizon, but you know, the, earlier this year, we outfitted all the amateurs at the RBC Heritage Pro-Am down in Hilton Head, the one after the Masters. We offered all their amateurs in canoes, and that was incredibly well-received. We can do some great customization with the shoes, and the event business, as I said, is taking off in an exponential way where people are wanting to do different tea gifts and commemorative things and brand things, whether it's from a, you know, sort of on the pro side, on the, like I said, I was at a, a pro-am the other day for the Central New York PGA, on the branding side for the Monday outings that people do for corporations and charities, and on the kind of the tournament member guest side. Say, what can we do that's not, you know, the regular quarter zip pullover and hat that we give to everybody? Well, and to that very point, so here at Tiburon, just later this year, we're hosting, uh, I have an event actually that I host, uh, branded hashtag the Oven 18 Invitational. It's only 24 players, but it's still something that a lot of the players fly in from around, around the world, quite frankly. We have the Troon Cup, which is Troon's largest event of the year. Over 260 players will be here at Tiburon playing and staying at the Ritz-Carlton Golf Resort in Naples. Not long after that, we have the LPGA Tour event with the CME Group Tour Championship. Not long after that, we have the PGA Tour and Greg Norman's event with the QBE Shootout. 
So I don't know what opportunities might exist, but I think this might have been a good time for you to come on this show because we might have some opportunity to, if nothing else, put you in front of the people, whether they say yes or no, or they like it, or they, they can just pass it along. We can at least uh, try to find a way to get your, your product in front of some, some decision makers. So, Well, certainly that'd be great. Well, this is halfway through. We're going to have some fun now. One, it's been, I mean, we've had some fun already because that's pretty cool to learn. I mean, you got boat shoes that have golf spikes, quite frankly, and that's awesome, right? So, and I, I like the, the back nine because it's, we kind of let our hair down, so to speak, and have a little bit of fun. So, you ready for your back nine? Absolutely. All right. Now, you said that's how you spell canoes, but do you get mad when people spell their company C N O E S? Because that would bother the heck out of me. You know, Believe it or not, we find more people because of, you know that you mentioned the script logo earlier. They spell it C A N O O Z. Oh, come on! So, there's uh, there's only so many ways I can correct that. But like I said, we're we're trying to move away from that script logo a little bit more and more every day, and go to that that boat logo. But yeah, it, it, it's it's sometimes an issue. Uh, how many pairs of canoes do you own? Uh, well, let's see. There's 23 SKUs. There's, uh, I think, four, there's 14 in the men's side, so I own 17 in the men's because I own, I own every one, and then three that haven't been put into production yet. So I Whoa, own, fancy. Oh, I, I, I own the prototypes that you know I get to wear around and just kind of get feedback and to see, you know, I, we don't advertise it at all, but I'll just put them on, wear them to a golf course, and see if anybody says, well, hey, those are cool. And so I, I literally take that much real time and live you know, feedback from different golfers who don't know who I am at all. And they just say, hey, what are those? That's awesome. Well, if you ever need a guinea pig, <laughs> I mean, let me know. What is your favorite golf movie? I, you know, I'm not sure there's, a, there's an acceptable answer besides Caddyshack. I'm, I'm willing to hear the debate otherwise, but that, that's always kind of the gold standard, I think. I mean, certainly there's... I, I can't think of a movie that's more quoted in, in all of sports, not just golf. But I, I, I got to go with Caddyshack. And look, we have two of our, well, let's see, no, four of our, our uh, four of our shoes, two of the men's, two of the women's, that are named after characters in the movie. So we have Newton, Spalding, Maggie, and Lacey. That's awesome. Let's have a drink. I got a little whiskey in my glass. What are you having? Well, I've got the... Canoes koozie for Bud Light. That's awesome. Now, don't tell me. I said a drink, not water. I mean, let's have a cocktail here. <laughs> I'm a beer guy. I can't help it. I'm sorry. Now, there are only four to choose from, but what is your favorite PGA Tour major? Wow. <clears throat> I love it that that's a hard question. Like, I <clears throat> like it that that's a hard question to answer. You know, here, here's the essay answer. I like the, I like the PGA because... And, and this isn't the fun. It'll be, I'll bring it back. I'll, I'm not going to Tarantino this. I'm not going to start at the end and go back. So I, I like the PGA because there's there's an element of finality to it, and there's a, a bit of a come together. I miss the the Open Championship because I happen to play in a in a four ball event in July every year, and I have for the past 19 years. That always hits as a direct conflict with the Open, and. I miss a lot of the play, and so my favorite time of year is probably the Monday after the Open Championship if it goes to a playoff and it goes the extra day, because then everybody is going back to work and I get to see it. 
the U.S. Open is always nice because it's Father's Day weekend. You get to have a, a nice thing. It's the you know, midsummer derby kind of thing for championships. And you always get to kick back around 3 o'clock on Sunday, and it's sort of all the guys' time. But, again, I really don't think there's a better answer than the Masters, particularly for someone who lives in New England. It's when all the, you know, every you know, everything goes less gray. There's a little bit of a tint of green in your life again. And then, you know, everything happens at Augusta, and it's just it's a beautiful space. My, my wife and I were lucky enough to get there last year, and uh, it was a, a beautiful thing to, to show her for the first time. And we spent four days there, and it was spectacular. That's really cool. I could almost see a canoe shoe that's like the green and yellow of the Masters. I don't know if you can do that, but that might be a fun little... Uh, Actually, um, well, I don't have it right here, but... Yes, you have a pair. <laughs> well, you know, believe it or not, we, we have both canvas shoes and boat shoes, both named the Augusta. So if people look on the website at canoes.com, they can see them. We're probably on... I think as of last year, 13 of the 18 holes for the gallery guards, which is what they call their marshals, where they have those as their shoes. That's cool. Is it officially connected to the PGA and or the event, or is it just happenstance? It's not. They do things a little bit differently there. So if uh, so, I'm, I'm in Connecticut. So the, the Travelers is the big tournament around here. And so what the Travelers, like most events do, is they'll source a lot of local golf clubs from maybe a 60-mile radius and say, okay, you're, you're going to be the, the people for the 14th hole. And that, you know, that chairman at the club will go and they'll arrange that. The Masters is a little bit different. They'll go to different clubs around the country and they'll source different holes throughout the week. And so the, it's, it's less of a centralized system to do that, which is unfortunate for a brand like ours to be able to capture all of that, but it's also kind of neat for a brand like ours because we've been able to do all of that simply by word of mouth. It's all been guys talking to each other and said, look, you've got to get a pair of these. They're fantastic to wear. They look great. They're the Augusta up and they've got the white outsole, the, the yellow spikes on the bottom. And so that's been kind of cool to walk around. So like I said, my wife and I are walking around the, the grounds and we just kept seeing all these marshals around, sorry, gallery guards, walk, you know, around and, We'd see our shoes running their feet. It was, it was that, pretty that's cool. pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Who is in your perfect foursome? Well, that, that's a different question. Like, who's your who's your perfect uh, you know foursome at your dinner for four at a table? I, I think I'd like to have a young Arnold Palmer. I think I'd ha like to have a young and this is going to only be applicable to a lot of the golf geeks out there, a young Dow Finsterwald, who is Arnold Palmer's best friend growing up. He's the most forgotten great golfer ever. He's actually the, there's only three people who have their names on two different plaques at Augusta National. One is Jack Nicholas, one is Arnold Palmer, and the other is Dow Finsterwald. He was the captain of two Ryder Cup teams, won three majors. He, he's just a, a great guy that I, I got to know later in life. They were best friends, and cool. I'd like to play with them. The fourth is I'd like to be with a 22-year-old me, and I'd like to have those two guys, me right now, and a younger version of me, and just kind of show them the ropes a little bit. That, that might be the coolest, most unique answer we've ever had to that question. I like that. And I and – I, I, I listened to, to Dave Ramsey religiously, right? And he always talks about, you know, what would you do in 20 years if, you know, or 15 years or 10 years or whatever? 
And I, I, I look at that because I, I had no idea that I would be where I was today, literally three years ago, let alone five years ago. And who knows where the next three, five, 10, 15, 20 years are going to take me. And that's a cool way to think about it is what, what would the 22 year old of me today say? And, you know, I think that, uh, you know, I always like to say that, that life does get better the older you get. And, and every year it's better than it was the year before. And I, I would like to be a little bit older to be able to look back and, and see what the 22 year old of me would say. So I like that answer. You, at the end of the year, if we were to do awards, the best answer to each question on the, on the back nine, I think you just won the gold medal <laughs> for that question. What is your single favorite canoe shoe? You have a single model that you like better than anything else? It's the one I played best in most recently. <laughs> Good answer. I mean, I figured it'd be like some prototype that they're never going to release, but I like the one that you played in best most recently. Now, this is not, now to that point, this is not one of the questions. So this is like a bonus question. What's your handicap? It's not like you're quite the player. No, no. I, I, I used to play reasonably well and get around a golf course with a little bit of efficiency. I mean, um, at my best, I was a plus one. I think right now I, I'd probably be a, my index would probably be around a four or three, I think. In, but in fairness, I think I'd be maybe a traveling six or seven. Well, you, you're a good player. I dig that. Mine's going up. Mine was 2.3 when I moved to Florida. I got up to a 9.9, .9 and now I'm down to a 5.3. So I'm right there with you. I think we'd have a good little match. So I think uh, get yourself down here to Naples this winter whenever there's three feet of snow on the ground where you are, and it's 85 and sunny here. We'll, uh, we'll take it out, and I'll show you Tiburon. Now, this is I'm, I don't know if you knew this, but I'm Tiger's biggest fan. I mean, he's all around me. I, I have a red and black car because he wears red on Sunday, and I'm not making that up. So be careful how you answer this. But do you think he breaks Jack's record? Why or why not? What record? The major's record. Come on. <laughs> well, I – so he's got to win four more to tie it, right? Don't if you're going to tie it, don't bother winning another one. You got to break it five or don't even win another one. There, there's I'd have more difficulty answering the question Does he win another four tournaments? Ooh. And and I say that for a couple reasons. Number one, it has nothing to do with Tiger's ability, and certainly what he's done over the last hundred days has been it's just been fantastic to watch. I mean, you know, you're, you're not my age but you're close to it so you can remember what it was like when he was at his peak and it was it's like watching picasso paint you you just have to watch what he's doing it's exciting to have him up there on the leaderboards now the the thing is there's a lot of guys who can do just what he's doing and it, the talent pool is much much deeper and it's not quite like you know back when you know, Rich Beam and Y.E. Yang and Ben Curtis were doing this and, you know, guys like Michael Campbell were beating him. Those were sort of one-off things every three or four years where that was a bit of a blip. Now it's happening in every single big tournament. The depth and breadth of talent is, is just staggering. I also think that much like, I think baseball's the, the, the easiest analogy for this. If he wins two more, that, that, that'd be staggering. I mean, that's a career for most people. And he's, he's on the back nine of 40. And then if he wins another one, well, look, his life is under a microscope as it is with going to dinner, certainly with every golf tournament. If a baseball player gets at one of those hit streaks going or one of the home run records going, 
the amount of media scrutiny and focus and pressure that's on them on an exponentially growing basis as it goes on is, is staggering. It's, it's certainly nothing like we would have ever seen before. And I think that if Tiger gets two more and certainly three more, he's going to be older. And I think the pressure is just going to be too much where I, I, I just don't see it as, as, as exciting as it would be to watch. And as much as I would root for it, I, I, I just don't see it happening. I think the talent pool is too deep, and I think the pressure would be too much at this age. I don't like it, but it's a good answer. So I'm going to allow it. I, I don't agree with you, but I like, I mean, I'll allow it because it's good. I, 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 I'd love it if I was wrong. I want you to be wrong. No offense. I want him to win seven more. I mean, that's absurd to think that he could win seven more. But if he wins one more, and Chip Essick from the PGA, and I always go back to this. I need to figure out what episode that was. He was on this show, and I don't even think it was this season. It was last season. And I asked that same question. I ask it in every single episode. That's the 115th time I've asked that question. He said that if he wins one more, he breaks the record. That's all it's going to take is for him to understand that he can and that he's going to go. And I think to that point, he could win at Augusta until he's – I mean, he's he is as fit as anybody on tour is right now at 42 years old and hits the ball further than almost everybody on tour at 42. He could win at Augusta with a three iron until he's 55. He could win at St. Andrews until he's 60, hitting a three iron. He could win at Pebble. I'm excited for next year because he's at Pebble and he's at Bethpage Black, which he's won at. I, I don't know. It could be – I don't want to get excited. And every time I get excited and then he putts like I do, it just frustrates me to no end. But, I mean, the guy was, was hitting the ball so bad off the tee and putting lights out. Now he's hitting the ball perfect off the tee and he's putting like, a cha- like an amateur. So – it's gonna. It'll be fun, regardless of what happens over the next three to five years. Regardless of what happens, it's gonna be fun to watch. And your final question of your hashtag Wednesday match play: What's next? I mean, you got a pretty pretty cool little brand here. You got a you got a patent for the 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 spikes. I mean, just you got an awesome little thing going on. So, what's next for for you and Canoes? Look, we're we're a young brand. We're we're still trying to make a, a really really good go of it, and the success. And the consumer buy-in has been really wonderful. Reality is we're still in the block and tackle phase. We're trying to get more shoes on more feet and more people being believers. One of the things that I'm always buoyed by is the number of repeat buyers we have. We, we had a woman yesterday who came in and said, I, I, I bought one pair. I need the other two. And she, she basically took down every color we had. And the, the number of repeat buyers we have, and I, I see every one of the online orders for, for better or worse. And the repeat customers that we get for people who sort of take the leap and say, wow, you know, those do look good. I guess I can play golf in those has been really, really nice to see. And again, the event business has been a great driver for us. And the more shoes we can get on, the more feet, the better. And hopefully we can keep pollinating the brand and uh, have people believe and, and be as comfortable as they ever have been in shoes. That's awesome, man. Well, you've got a new fan in me, and I love the brand, and I love the logo, even though you're getting away from the, the, the signature, which I like as well. I like the, the boat logo on the hat too, but anything that I can do to help promote that, make sure you let me know because, like I said, I'm a, I'm a new fan, and I'll make sure that we get links down below in the description on where to purchase these, all your social media links and so forth. The episode of the Hashtag Wednesday Match Play will be available on YouTube. It'll be on iTunes and Google Play via podcast. It'll get shared to Facebook and Twitter and Google Plus in that golf community where I hope to see more of you. Not going to be hard to find it if you want to get this. And the easiest way is just to go to WednesdayMatchPlay.com. 
on YouTube and iTunes, Google Play. Click the subscribe button, turn on the notifications. Make sure you get this episode delivered to you every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. It hits YouTube, so be on the lookout for that. Again, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been so great learning more about canoes. And as always on the hashtag Wednesday Match Blaze, you have to remember to eat, sleep, golf, and wear canoes. <laughs>